Hey guys, and welcome to the Nashville for Nobodies podcast. I am your host, Bobby Gordon, along with my co-host, Kyle Thurkey, and we're going to be talking about the Nashville music scene and the ins and outs of Lower Broadway and a bunch of other random stuff that comes to mind. So if you're thinking about Nashville or new to Nashville and want to wrap your head around what's going on, this might be a great place to start. Take a listen. What's going on, everybody? It's Kyle Thurkey with Nashville for Nobodies. And Bobby Gordon. And we are starting a brand new season in a brand new year, and we're going to have a good time. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you guys had a good Christmas and a good New Year. We are now, what, three three days into the New Year? Something like that. It is January 3rd. You guys know the actual date of what we're recording. I'm going to be real honest with you. Bobby and I are very, very, very exhausted, and um, we've been putting this uh, episode off today for the last, like, two hours. So just hang with us. We're going to make this one a quick one. Um, real quick, Bobby, how was Christmas, man? Dude, Christmas went surprisingly well. It was set up absolutely for disaster and nothing bad happened. So I'm kind of just waiting for the shoe to drop and life to jump in and be like, nope, you don't get a freebie. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> what about you? How was yours? Christmas was great, man. Um, I played a double on that Friday before Christmas and then hopped in my truck and drove 13 hours home and stayed up for 36 hours it was That's awesome a long time. it was actually really cool man uh so i went home and hung out with my parents for a few minutes and my uh nieces and nephews and, and brother came by and so i got to see all of them and then um my friend Ashley came over and her and I went and had dinner and uh, hung out and talked because she's my best friend back home. So every time I go home, I try to go grab dinner with her. And then the next couple of days, I just literally just hung out with my family. I didn't see anybody else. I didn't go anywhere. I just hung out with my family. And man, it was so fantastic. Um, it made leaving really hard. Oh, I bet. <laughs> like... I needed that so bad and I needed more time and uh I I came turned around came home and I played a gig and I walked out to my truck right after my gig and my window was busted open. What a great way to make you think, why the fuck did I come back home? <laughs> you know, and it just I'll tell you what, that that whole window incident last week sent me into a spiral. Like it was it was bad, man. I and it wasn't just because like someone broke into my car. That's not why. Like I, that was just the the cherry on top of everything that has happened to me these last two months. And it just, I was super emotional coming back, leaving my family, and then I was excited to be here. And then that happened, and it just it broke something in me, man. I don't know what it was, but it it broke something in me real bad. So. Well, you but got your window fixed, so that's I no did. longer they, broken. They showed up today. They fixed my window. I'm very grateful it's fixed. Now I got to go get it tinted because it's the only window on my <laughs> it truck. It looks different. It doesn't even look like there's a window there. <laughs> but thankfully there is. Um, I'm, I'm grateful that it's fixed. I'm, I've, I'm still kind of in a weird mental funk, but um, hopefully coming on the outside of that. The downside to the mental funk status is that 
any minor inconvenience is all of a sudden like this major event and it's like you just can't handle it dude so like you know coming home is a couple days before new year's and i had gigs lined up and uh so i played that gig that night and then my window got broken into and i came home and first of all i had to wait for like an hour for the cops to show up so it was like almost three o'clock in the morning by the time they showed up and I was freezing cold. And um, by the time I got home, it was 3.30. Oh, I think it might have even been close to 4 o'clock. I did not sleep at all. Um, I, I felt pretty violated. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I've had a vehicle broken into before, but something about this one, I felt extremely violated. Um, I, I think it was more or less because of how they just like ransacked my car. Yeah. Uh, and they stole nothing. They took. They, there were several things they could have taken, but they stole nothing. There was nothing that they took. Cops said all they're looking for were key fobs and guns. So uh, don't park at the garage across from Bowie's on Third Avenue. To any any of all that live here in town on Third Avenue, there's a parking garage directly across from Bowie's, which that place now closed down. The garage is still there. Do not park at that garage. Don't do it. Don't don't park there. Seven other cars on that level that I was at all got their windows busted out. That's nuts, man. As much as they charge for parking, you would think that they've got some kind of security or something. The only cameras they have there are at the entrance. And that garage specifically connects to like two other garages. So there's multiple outlets and not one of them has a gate. You just drive in and out. That's insane. It just scans your license plate. So be careful. Don't leave. I mean, I didn't have anything visible in my car, just two charging cables. And that was it. There's nothing visible in my car, but I got, when I got back to my truck, every compartment in my vehicle that could have been opened was just wide open and shit was everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I didn't sleep at all that night. And then the next day I had a split double. I had a two to six. And then, uh, yeah, two to six and a 10 to close. And so I, I came home, I tried to nap. I did not nap in between. I went and played that gig and while the gigs went great and it got my mind off of things, I still was just not my normal self. Um, I was not okay. I got out of that gig and I got back to the vehicle with, uh, my band members, uh, actually Hudson Valley, um, Richie and, and Sarah and I just, <laughs> I just kind of like, I didn't, I didn't cry, but I just kind of like broke down right there with them. And I was like, I can't take this. I cannot take this right now. Like I'm just, I'm spent. I'm tired. I'm done. This was supposed to be like a break for me. And I'm, I feel like I've not had a break and I decided to do something that I never do. And very last minute, I mean, it was 24 hours, but still very last minute. I tried, I asked, I asked the artist of my, New Year's Eve gig, if I could sub it out. And uh, she seemed cool with it. I told her, I was like, if we can't find anybody, like, I'll be there. Don't worry about it. She seemed cool with it. Apparently was not cool with it. <laughs> um, and I get it. It was last minute. It was New Year's Eve. And if we couldn't find anybody, I would have done it. But she found somebody, so I got it covered. And I literally slept. Once I found out that the shift was covered, that's when I crashed. And I slept 
all New Year's Eve. I slept through midnight. Like I didn't even know anything was going on. I was out. <laughs> and uh, then uh, New Year's Day, I had another split double. 3 to 6.30 and then 10.30 to 2.30. And I did that. Same thing. Came home. Didn't, couldn't sleep. Wasn't going to happen. And yesterday, I literally slept all day. I slept for like 16 hours yesterday. It was great. I say great. It was interesting. <laughs> I don't I mean, sleep that long. You can only take so much before you just shut down. I did. My body and my mind were, were done. And I feel better today. I went to the gym last night, and it was a very, very poor workout. Um, even the day before, a very, very poor workout. But I'm feeling better. I I am. I thought my window getting fixed was going to like magically make me feel all jolly and happy. No, it, I'm still in this weird funk. <laughs> you did make chili, like, though. I did make chili. It was pretty fucking good. Um, Bobby didn't need any of it, but I did. I, I will after this. <laughs> uh, it was good. Um, I've never made like my own chili before. I've always just kind of like done the prepackaged stuff, and this I actually like used real ingredients, <laughs> real ingredients, <laughs> <laughs> opposed to fake ones. <laughs> So uh, did you play? You played New Year's Eve, didn't you? I did. I picked up a closing shift at Tootsie's Main Stage, which is lovely. Yeah, I mean, I greatly appreciate the gig, and I love playing New Year's Eve. But Tootsie's Main Stage is absolutely awful, and the sound guy that night booked it out of there without ever asking me a thing. So I had nothing except screaming guitar in my ears. I couldn't use my ears at all. And main stage, the drummer's back in that little corner, so you can't hear shit anyway. Mm -hmm. So I was limping through everything, guessing on everything. Like, anything that has a vocal cue, I was just like, all right, hope to God you're coming in with me, because here we go. I will say that Tootsie's main stage is probably the worst stage on Broadway. Absolutely my least favorite, yes. Like, I... I'll take Rippy's side room over main stage 100%. any day. 100%. Right. They've, even, they've even improved the side stage. They made it bigger. Like, most everybody on there has ears now. Like Right. Tootsie's has never gotten better as far as main Plus stage Plus at Rippy's goes. side, if nobody's there, you're going to get cut early and get to go home. Yeah, yeah. you're done at like 1130 midnight on most on, during the week. You're Yeah, you're done before midnight. It's great. Tootsie's main, you're... you're you're staying till two thirty, two forty-five, guaranteed. Oh yeah. Which for me that means I'm getting home at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, because your dumbass lives an hour away. My dumbass has an under eight hundred dollar mortgage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it wouldn't be your dumbass; it'd be I'm the dumbass. Right. <laughs> your rent pays my mortgage twice. <laughs> yeah it literally it does it <laughs> literally does um look man i looked at living out there i i did um i don't know that i could live i think ashland city is as far as i'd go i looked we looked hard for a house in ashland city but even ashland Couldn't city i got me. friends that live out there and their mortgages are very similar to my rent and they've got the same size place as i do so and I mean now even in Clarksville it's pretty well yeah pretty, pretty much pretty much anywhere in Tennessee that's in an hour drive of Nashville yeah, is going to be but, expensive 
It's stupid. No, it's I so just, stupid. I guess I just moved at a good time and. I mean, that, this was like seven years ago, so that's a really long yeah, time. <laughs> I mean, when I bought my first house in Antioch in 2016, I think is when we bought that one. It was only like, I don't, I don't think we paid over 200000 for that house. Our mortgage is pretty cheap. Even then we moved out to Kingston Springs to a house twice the size and literally had two plus acres and our mortgage was still only $1,300 a month. That's not bad. No. And that was a, dude, that was a big ass house. Like that, that's the biggest house I've ever lived in. I need a bigger house. So. I got too many freaking people in my house. Anybody want to come build me like three extra bedrooms? <laughs> I can, but it's going to be expensive. Yeah. See, I don't have money. You know what I do for a living. Well, and this podcast just isn't bringing in money yet. <laughs> then I can't help you. <laughs> Cause, um, Here's something I've, I'm sticking to. I, I, I've, I've picked up this practice as of a year ago, and I'm sticking with it. I don't work for free for anyone, for anyone, for any reason. Yeah. I do not work for free. Don't care. Sorry. Now, I do favors, and I help people out all the time. I don't work for free. <laughs> no, <laughs> Absolutely I, not. I got – I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I got – I had screwed over hard. I did. I recorded a whole album with a guy, and he was supposed to. We, everybody was supposed to be friends. It was supposed to be like this cool thing, and the deal was that he would pay me over the course of the next year or so, and I never got a dime for recording that record with him. We did road gigs and stuff. Like we we were in a band for the whole time, and I never got the first freaking dollar for recording that stupid record. I've, I've never recorded full albums outside of like my own personal bands back home. I've only done songs here, Mm -hmm. singles. And I was just like, when I walked in the door, except for one of them out of the five that I've done, when I walked in the door, I was handed a check. Yeah. It was, that was the strangest thing for me is I was like, I haven't done anything yet. Like, <laughs> I mean, I usually get paid after and I usually get paid more than what I agreed to. So it's always been a good experience. Like there's been a few guys where like they call me. I immediately agree without even talking about money, go in and get, probably two to three times what I was expecting to get. So it's always been a great situation. This was the one time like I was doing it for a friend and like I knew that he spent a lot of money on the time and everything. And so I was like, hey, don't worry about it right now. You can pay me a little bit later on so it's not as big of a hit and I will never, ever, ever be nice like that again. Nope. I mean... Even if I were to do something with you, man, if I recorded something when I leave, I'm like, all right, where's my check? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, that's the thing. We would, we would, we would have business. an agreement, and I would stick to the agreement, and everybody would walk away happy. It's business. I just like uh, I've got um, some people that have done artwork for me for my bands and for my own personal stuff, and they're like, oh no, don't worry about it. Just tag me in it. Nope, I send them money. <laughs> 
I'm like, nope, you did work for me. I'm paying you. And that's just how it's going to be. Uh, actually, the same person that did all my clever alibi stuff is going to be, uh, hopefully, as long as she's cool with it. Um, last time I talked to her, she said she's down, but she's going to update our logo for us. That would be really and cool. She does some really, really, really cool stuff that I, I'm a huge fan of. I am not good at the graphic design stuff. I tried and tried and tried to figure out a way to make Al the <laughs> logo scalable. Why would anybody give Kyle a fucking Nerf gun? <laughs> this is not cool. That was my nipple. <laughs> you got right on the nipple. <laughs> I still got one left. No. That one's cool, though. That one has a wreath on it. It does. My mom gave me a, a Nerf gun for Christmas. It's a little just like one shooter, one shot Nerf gun. <laughs> and it's a Christmas edition. And it has a wreath on for the uh, like for the site. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so before the before the podcast, um, I will tell you all y'all that have seen our, our um, Instagram stories. My mom, being the angel that she is, uh, bought us a GoPro for Christmas. That Thanks, was mom. that was her um, her contribution to help us out, and I am so ex- extremely grateful because I've had to spend a lot of money <laughs> in the last two months. <laughs> you really freaking have, dude. So. Um, my mom bought us a GoPro, so we have that set up. It's, I, I don't have everything for it. I have to get the media mod so I can run it to do the live stream and all that. There's some extra parts I have to get that I, I tried to get while I was home, but no Best Buy or anywhere that sold GoPro stuff had them. I had to buy it online, and everything was in back stock. So, you know, just holiday time. It is what it is. So hopefully I'll have that here soon. But it's, it's like set up. Like we've, we found a good spot for it. We tested out the picture quality. Um, it should work just fine for what we're trying to do. Um, I'm provided we can learn how to use it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm not the most technologically savvy person and this stuff, um, anybody that wants to help me do like live video and sound running a live stream podcast, please reach out to me. Cause I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. I've watched some videos, but I still, there's still some things, questions I've got. Cause you know, I want it to run flawlessly. I want it to work right. So that you guys can see me over here shooting Bobby with Nerf guns. Thanks. Uh, Bobby also got me a Bucky's Squishmallow. <laughs> it's adorable he's tired of me throwing hard things at him. So he's going to get hit with a Bucky's Squishmallow and Nerf guns. And hopefully soon you guys can, can watch that. Is this an abusive relationship? No. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't call that abuse. I mean, is it? I don't think so. (laughs) I'm not like beating you. It was like funny. It's a Bucky. (laughs) (laughs) It's over there with you. So, Taylor, you could throw it at me. Like I could, <laughs> but then it would come back to me. Oh, so. 100% it would. So, thanks, Mom. We greatly appreciate that. Hopefully, here in the next two weeks, we'll have it up and running. I'll definitely have it up and running by February. Um, since I've been home, just as you guys have heard, things have not gone my way. And I just... I just I just didn't have it in me to to do anything. I'm gonna be real with you guys. Like I had a whole on breakdown, and I didn't have it, anything in me to do anything at all. So, um, 
I mean, on top of that, we seem to have all this time when we're making the plans, and then the time just disappears before we can well, do li- the thing. Life happens. Something always comes up. Things happen that have to be done and taken yep. care of first. And like, especially you—you you have kids, so you have like way more important priorities than I do. But you know, things come up. Uh, the other day, I was only supposed to have one gig, and then I like both that Saturday and Monday, I was only supposed to have one gig, and I picked up doubles, split mm. doubles. You know, and it's like. A double, just a regular double takes a lot of time out of your day, but then you have a split double. And yeah. Go, you can't do shit. It's just enough time to where you literally can't use it for anything like, productive. I'm like, okay, I have I have four hours between these two gigs. That's plenty of time to come home, eat, and you know, do what I need to do. Maybe run through some songs, get some things. No, like by the time you count your tips and get back to the house and you're like, oh, I only have an hour. Okay, well, I can eat some food and just relax and breathe for a minute and go do it all over again. Yep. So, or you can just stay down. Some of y'all, I, I live close to town, so I can come home real quick and go back. But like the people that don't, such as Bobby, like me, they have to sit downtown and find something to do for three or four hours. And so I typically just go to my car and nap. Yeah, you can do that. You can go watch your friends. They got the assembly food hall. But like, it literally takes away from your entire fucking day. Oh, yeah. So while I do. I love split doubles compared to back to back just because I have time between. I can breathe and mm-hmm. eat and just recompose myself for the next gig. Um, it still does take away your entire time. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's, it takes the same amount of time as if you were playing that middle shift. It doesn't yeah. matter. You're not getting anything done. And also, it's all you guys. I know there's some of y'all that are wondering because you have reached out to me. I haven't responded to everybody, but I did get a new computer. I went ahead and got the Mac Mini, and I just I spec'd it out almost to the best that I could. I spent more money than I really needed to or should have, but holy crap, this thing runs amazing. I haven't had knock on wood <laughs> had any issues <laughs> yet. There's still so, there's some slight differences just because it's the newest latest software and my software for mine is old, so I'm still trying to learn some things. But um, we have a new computer. We have the GoPro. Now I've just got to make sure that the rest of this year goes correct so that I just didn't go in debt. It's all right, Kyle. <laughs> 2025 is going to be your year. <laughs> right? 2025. 2025. I've got this. I've got this. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole year to figure out how to fix everything. <laughs> yep. uh, fun stuff, though. Yep. So anything cool coming up this week? Any fun gigs? I mean, I've got my gig on Friday with my band Clever Alibis. And then Saturday, I'm going down to Chattanooga with Hudson Valley once again. Um, I don't remember where we're playing. I could look that up really quick. Um, but going down there with them and that's it. I've just got the two, <laughs> just, just two this week. And I'm like that really the rest of the month, I only have two each week and I'm like, okay, this is, this is not good. Yeah. That's kind of where not, I'm this, at. This, at this the not moment. good. This is, this is the bad time of year. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was set up like I was doing fine. Um, until I had to buy a new transmission and then a new computer and a new window. Yep. And almost $7,000 later, here I am. So, this is why we so, don't save money. When we save money, bad shit happens. 
Well, I'm glad that I saved money because had I not, I'd have been real fucked. Like, but I, would it all have happened if you hadn't saved money? I think it's the universe laughing at you. I I wish I could think of it that way. <laughs> I'm playing Whiskey Cowgirl in Chattanooga. I've never heard of it. Me either, but it sounds fun. I mean, I like a Whiskey Cowgirl, so, you know. I like girls. I, I love girls. So we talked about uh, Christmas and uh, New Year's. Yes, we've gotten caught up after the holidays. So uh, and we, we kind of mentioned the parking garage. Be be careful where you're parking. Um, Is there a good place to park? That honestly, nobody's having problems. Three, three, three. But the I mean, only, even it's not great. The only issue people have had there is getting ticketed for either not paying for their parking and getting caught on camera or parking incorrectly in the spot. No cars, are, to my knowledge, I haven't heard of any cars getting broken into at 333. Now, across the street, uh, directly across the street from that on 3rd Avenue, the one that goes underground. Yeah. Remember the, the name of that one? But that one, there's a lot of break-ins at. And then at the one across from Bowie's, which I call the Bowie's Garage, there's a lot of break-ins at that one. Interesting. But as far as the 333, or what people like to call it, the Batman Garage, n- mm-hmm. no. They're, to my knowledge, and almost almost every venue gives stickers to that one if you don't have a parking pass. I don't think um, the TC circuit doesn't. They're the one across the street, right? Yeah, they're the one across the street. Yeah. And I, because, like, I don't have a big lifted truck, but my truck is very long. Um, I've got the extended crew cab and just I have a long bed. So my truck is very long. So going through that garage, I actually, some of those corners, I have to like stop and do like a three point turn around the fucking corner because it's yeah. just so small. Where your tiny little car. You mean, no, you mean, my you, car can go fucking everywhere. Yeah, it can zip <laughs> on like zip everywhere. <laughs> it is like a little mouse. I'm going to start calling your car as the mouse. That's fine. I get great gas mileage. So let's talk about um, Facebook. Yes, dude. Everybody's so angry right now. It's because nobody has gigs. Everybody's broken. Nobody has gigs. I mean, I don't have gigs, but I'm not mad. So what they do is they sit on Facebook, and I've actually, I've got, I've stayed off Facebook the last two days. I'm like, fuck this. I'm, I'm staying off. I'm staying off my social media personally. Like, I actually, I deleted Facebook off my phone. I was like, nope. I don't even want to see notifications. I don't want to know. I don't want to be tempted. Instagram, I have to keep on there because of the podcasts and uh, the band. But I've been staying off my personal social media because it has been so negative. And it really and, has. And I've been in a negative spot, so I just want to post negative shit. And I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> but on our musicians page, there has been a lot of complaining about the new musicians in town and the musicianship. And actually, Tyson Leslie kind of... Uh, he kind of commented on this on his podcast but he was more or less just saying there's so many new people here that he doesn't know but also because of how many musicians here and how quick people can can get gigs especially during the summer um, that the quality of musicianship and musicians isn't there and I will 100% agree with him on that well let's 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 take a quick step back right. because in a lot of the situations, I will agree that the musicians don't necessarily know the songs, but 
these musicians are insanely talented. It's so, not a talent skill issue. And when I say the musicianship, I'm talking about between musicians, not even just how good of a because don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's kids that are coming to town that are freaking awesome, and I get yes. to play with some of them. And uh, again, I'm like, why am I even on this stage, dude? Um, but I don't know if you've got to meet him yet, but uh, Nick Ryan. He just came to town, and he doesn't fit this mold because he was full-time working all the time uh, before he came here, but he's brand new on Broadway, and so he's still learning a lot of the standards and what everybody's playing, but dude is just insane. Vocals insane, guitar skills insane. He's, he's Frankie's buddy, right? Uh, Yes, maybe, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, and he introduced me to yes. him. Yeah, he's yes. stupid good. Insane. Like. And but, one of like genuinely the most positive energies on stage that I've and, ever gotten to work and with. And so like I uh we went to uh I don't remember where. I, I don't remember where. But he was he, he jumped on stage and did a couple of songs one night and that's the night that I met him and I was one, just looking at the guy I was not expecting him to sing and play like he could and he got up there it was just he is exactly it, what you want on stage. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna hire." I got his number. I was like, "I'm gonna hit you up." I got you're you are at the top of my list, and he's like, Absolutely. "I'm still learning everything." I was like, "Yeah," but I said, "Dude, you got up there, and like your ears real good. The way you are on stage, like you've got it. You're gonna be fine. Like you're gonna be fine. Do like two weeks worth of shedding, and you'll be fucking." Dude, great. We've talked a lot about like how I get anxious and everything and being on stage with him. It was like, there was zero anxiety. I felt insanely free. Like literally the gigs that I've played with him, it was almost like nothing could go wrong. It, I, I love him to death. We need to get him on the podcast. Oh yeah. I, I want to get him and Frankie both on there. Cause Frankie yes. is a, is a phenomenal bass player and, and friends with Nick. And yeah, I would definitely love to get them on. But so it, Back around, um, talking about the musicianship, um, I'm just talking about how people treat each other on stage, and um, and I specifically mean the older guys, the veterans, the ones that have been around here longer for the compared to the newer guys yes. that are coming into town. Yes, there's a lot of these older guys, these veterans that you know. I've been here ten years. You can throw me into that veteran group, whatever. I don't like it, but sure. Um, but there's guys that have been here way longer than me and there's new cats that are coming to town. They're young, they're kids, man. They're, some of them aren't even 21 yet and right? they're crushing it. Like they're doing real good. They're, they're doing what this town is now at this point requiring them to do. And it's not, this town is not what it was 10 years ago. It's not what it was five years ago. It's definitely right. not what it was 15, 20 years ago. So these older older cats that are giving these newer cats all this shit y'all gotta chill the fuck out man like i'm gonna be real you gotta chill the mm -hmm. fuck out it's not what nashville used to be and yes it is changing it's not going to stop changing because you don't like it right like it's go it's there's a lot of things that are changing now that we don't like and we can't stop it's just it's that's how the fucking cookie crumbles. It's going to go that way. And there's nothing we can do or say to stop it. I'm sorry that we're not playing 
a bunch of old country anymore and it's not every bar isn't a country um it, it's just not a country honky tonk it's just they're just not that anymore but in 10 years while there while there still are a good 5 that are staying that way and they're not changing the rest of the bars are changing to the demographic that is coming to town this town is now calling and wants a younger group of people coming here. They mm-hmm. want that 21 to 30. That's that is their target audience. And that target audience right now, they're not listening, they're not wanting the slower older country. They're not even wanting 90s country half the time. Right. They're wanting the new country. They're wanting the party songs. They want the pop songs. They want the pop punk emo stuff because, hey, guess what? All of us pop punk emo kids, now we're all adults and we have money. And so we come to town. They're like, oh, y'all y'all can play Fallout Boy and Yellow Card and this and that. I don't want to listen to George Jones and Willie Nelson and George Strait and Vince Gill. No, that's the stuff they want to hear. So that's what they pay for. So... You know, I, I'm sorry, but you got y'all got to chill the fuck out and stop attacking. And I mean, I get it. Like, I'm not getting as many gigs as I was getting a couple years ago. Like, I have to go back out and figure things out again. I have to adapt to the scene as it is now. I can't just but sit you're, back you're and adapting, complain. You're adapting to the scene. I'm definitely working on it. I'm not there yet, but I'm working on it. But you're adap- <laughs> that's the thing. You're adapting. You're not just going, oh, I'm mad that it's not no, country no, anymore. Not at like, all. Like sorry and you know what what's funny is people say that and y'all that know me you look at me i am a punk rocker i got green Mm -hmm. hair tight black clothes a lot of tattoos i do not look like i should play country music country is my bread and butter especially 90s country that's what i know the best and every gig i've played since i've been back except for my one band it's all been country gigs. And before mm-hmm. I left, it's been country gigs. Well, yeah, we do. We play five or six rock songs. The rest of the three hours is all country. Right. So. It's definitely still here. Yeah. And, and, and those are, those are six to tens and 10 to close shifts. They're yeah. not, they're not oh, day yeah. shifts. They're party shifts. And I'm still playing country. So I don't. I, while I understand that some of you guys want that slower country and you like the twang and the steel guitar and the fill, and I love it too. You can find that 10 to 2 in the morning and some 2 to 6s, but 6 to 10s and 10 to closes, especially on the weekends, it's party music. And it, it, it's, it's not everybody, but there's definitely some individuals that are just throwing the hypocrisy, man. They're like, I want these younger kids to learn all the songs I know. And learn them like the record and be able to play them because they're standards. But I don't want to learn any of the songs they're playing. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a double-edged sword. And it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah, y'all need to learn all these standards. Man, let me tell you what. I learned as many of them standards as I could when I came to town. Mm-hmm. And... And what you play, like maybe twenty percent of them? Um, for the first year I probably played a good sixty. But now, yeah, what those old standards were, it's fifteen, twenty percent. That's my thing. Like right now, Broadway has gotten so diverse in music that there is no set of standard songs. And you have people downtown from the ages literally singing downtown on night shifts, any shift of the day, really, 
from the ages of 18 to 50 some act i know there's some guys that are over 50 years old that are doing mm-hmm. this like so it, it is like I, I know everything from old country like 40s and 50s country to current metal music and 80s hair metal and i had a guy recently reach out on social media and asked me what what radio station or xm station he should be listening to that encompasses most of what is played on broadway and the answer is if it's on a radio station it's fair game if it's on a radio station you should know it because here's the thing if it is a song that's on the radio, that's what the majority of the people that are listening to that come to this town want to fucking hear. Yep. They don't give a shit what you want to play and want to hear. They're coming here to hear certain stuff and they're paying they're tipping you to play that. Yep. So you need to know it. So yeah, if it's on man, I know I'm getting like all uppy right now. <laughs> if <laughs> it's, it's nice on, to see you wake up a little. <laughs> if it's on the radio, you should know it. Yeah. And I, I'm terrible at it because I don't listen to radio, but I do have Spotify and I, I keep track like whatever's I have a what the the Friday release. I've got several things that show me like what's new. Yeah. And that's what I go and learn unless you have specific a specific set list that I look at and I go, OK, I don't know these songs. I need to learn these. What I'm learning lately is what's coming out. Mm hmm. And it's pretty much Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen. Some TikTok dude, Morgan Wallen, Morgan Wallen. So, yeah, y'all, y'all need to chill out. Just for record, we don't like playing all of Morgan Wallen's songs. No, we don't want. We don't wake up in the morning going, "Oh man, I get to play some Morgan today." No, but that's the job. Mm-hmm. I'll play with a smile on my face every oh, time. Oh, absolutely. I might make a joke here and there, but I'm going to play with a smile on my face. Morgan Fallen, yeah. still my oh. favorite joke. <laughs> Good old Morgan Walmart. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, just the whole thing is, is like we all came here to play music and have a good time and make some money. So, like, why the fuck are we being mean to each other? Like, right? why, why are y'all being rude and, like, talking down? Like, one of my friends... She's had for the last two months, she had a gig at, at Hank's where they hired her because she was a punk rock rock singer and that's what they wanted for their weekend night shifts. Yep. That's what they wanted at the time. So they literally sought her out. I was there when it fucking happened and they were like, yo, we want you Thursday, Friday, Saturday closing at Hank's. And then I think they gave her Sundays too. And... She's been crushing it there. And then every now and then somebody comes in and wants a Hank song and yeah, they do it. And it clears the bar and yada, yada, yada. Well, after the new year, Hank's decided, Hey, we're going to go all country, no rock, all country. I guarantee you that'll change. Mm -hmm. It's AJ's AJ's and um, Roberts are really the only two that stay all country all the time. Even yep. at Layla's, I it, walk it's by starting here. To, yep. Like, you know, where the majority of it's country, I still, even at Layla's and a lot of the other bars, yes, you still hear rock music at night. But Hanks is deciding to go to be in straight country all the time. I don't know how long it's going to last. It, 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 they may keep up with it, but we'll see. Um, so they reached out to her and they're like, hey, just going to let you know, starting this week, no more rock bands. We're going all country. We're sorry, but we're letting... Y'all and y'all and y'all go. 
And, and that's not unusual for this, Broadway. Every it seems like it's happened two to or me. three times a year. A bar will be like, we're changing everything, firing everybody, starting fresh, doing this new thing, and it almost never works out that way. Yeah, it always evolves back to what it was prior. I was at a bar for four plus years, doing the same thing every weekend, and then all of a sudden they came to us like, "Hey, we're going in a different direction." That's all I was told. Yeah. Going a different direction. It happens. You know, it just, it is, it sucks. And so I, I feel bad for her. And like, you know, I've been trying to help her get gigs, but she, all she did was she went and posted up, Hey, Hanks is going all country. My band lost this. So if you're looking for this type of band, this type of singer, I can do it, but I can also do country. Mm -hmm. And they were like seven or eight of you motherfuckers on there talking shit to her say well this should you know this is nashville you should only play country they should only be playing country at hanks man shut the fuck up sit down and shut up tell you what if only playing country music made all the money we would only be playing country music yeah but that's not what everybody wants so all she was doing was looking for gigs and Mm -hmm. she was letting other people know like hey this is the route they're going she didn't bitch at about the bar or about no, the town. Nothing. She was literally looking for work and y'all attacked her. I say y'all as in those general seven or eight people that were on that post, not everybody, but it, that's not okay. Like, and I made a note of who those names were. And there was a couple on there that I saw it coming from them. I'm like, yeah, well you guys only have two gigs a week anyways. So <laughs> Like, well, and the thing you. is, is but, regardless who they are, they're going to lose a gig. Yeah. Everybody loses gigs. I mean, again, circling back to Tyson. I mean, he had that gig with Tracy Lawrence, a big gig and mm-hmm. lost it, you know, and then now he's doing some great things where he fits. You don't. It doesn't matter where the gig is, who it's with, what bar it's at. You're going to get fired somewhere, some way, yep. somehow. And when someone's down and they're looking for work, you don't need to continue to kick them. Mm-mm. That's not okay. And with this being one of my best friends in town, like it, that's why I'm really upset about this whole situation. And this is somebody that I do think is extremely talented and does very well. I, I don't think the way that this town treated her was right. And that's not the kind of community that we are. And I know that I've seen the kind of community that we are. And we're not the type of community that steps on each other. So, just... You know, even just looking at the situation from a selfish point of view, you might want her to hire you one day. Are you a badass lead guitarist? She might need a badass lead guitarist. She's not going to hire you if you've talked shit. No, and the ones that were talking shit to her, uh, I know for sure two of them, they're country artists. Mm -hmm. And they... I need to fix that. That's annoying. Um, they, they've always complained. Like, uh, one of them was complaining about six months ago. Oh, you walk up and down Nashville and you don't hear any country music at all anymore after six o'clock. And I literally just got done playing a country gig from six to 10 that night, like a full on country gig. And I was like, and it was at a big name bar already. <laughs> um, you know, playing old red, we did it. it was straight country. There was no rock played, none, none. I mean, almost and all you, of my. You, you want to tell me, and you want to tell country. me, there's no country out there. Half more than 
I'd say 75% of the gigs that I do are all country. Mm-hmm. And then the other 20% are country with rock. And then the other little 5% is rock. Yeah. Like that. It's not rock is not taking over this town because we're not playing Conway Twitty and George Jones all day long. I'm sorry. We're doing more fun country. Right. Like we're not doing, I'm a, we're not doing coffin country. We're not playing the slow stuff at night. You know, it's just, it's not what's happening. And if you don't like it, nobody's making you stay here. (laughs) You ain't got to stay here if you don't like it. Right. But like, if you don't like it, don't go attack people. Like if, if your intent on Facebook is to attack somebody, just stay the fuck off Facebook. Right. Just, if you're not gonna be there to like help somebody on a post, if that it needs is help, not don't in any comment. way, shape, or form constructive, then it is pointless. If you want to get on your own Facebook and bitch, fine, I do that. That's kind of my place to vent. It's my personal Facebook. I do it on my post. I yep. post up shit on my wall. I don't go find somebody that's already hurting and kick them while they're down. Mm-hmm. Like that's just stupid. And it's on again, it's on Facebook where all of us can see it. Like yeah. we see you being a dick. And so guess what? Maybe that person that books you sees you being this way to this person. Well, why would they want to fucking book you now? Rule number one, dude. Don't be a dick. It's literally that simple. Like I don't know. And while I, I am an asshole and I'm aware of this, and I enjoy being an asshole, I'm not gonna go intentionally be a dick to people. Like that I that's not what I do. Y'all got to stop with that. All right. Anyways. End rant. (laughs) We're done ranting there. I'm sorry. I know I went off and I was, I got some anger built up over these last couple of weeks. So just, just remember right now, everybody's, everybody's hurting. Money's down. Gigs are down. Everybody's hurting. Let's just, if you can't help, don't hurt. I know a lot of people in the world do not like change. Change is inevitable, and you can't do anything to stop it other than to evolve with it. And if some people just evolve with it and they roll with the punches, and some people evolve with it and make it work for them. So you just got to figure out which one you want to be. You're either just going to roll with it or you're going to make it work for you. And like I get it. I There's a lot of times that I don't like change. Um, this computer. While it's not much different, there's still some things that are different that I can, I'm still trying to figure out. Dude, I am a little ball of fucking anxiety. I hate when anything you, is you uncomfortable. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm not mad. Like, I get it. It is what it is. I mean, that's, that's a part of life. That's a part of the job. Everything changes. You know, uh, it's conservative white people mostly. I'm just going to say it how it is. They, they want things to stay exactly how they were and mm-hmm. just as we've seen nothing in life has ever stayed the same thousands nope. of years things change and evolve that's just what they do things change and evolve it's it's, it's what so happens. dive in figure it out and be great at it and if you don't like it you don't have to be around it and you don't have to stay here like or wait another few years and it won't be a thing anymore Shit, wait three weeks and it won't be a thing right. anymore. <laughs> but, so. 
Well, that's that's all the talking points we had written down for today. There's some things that we wanted to get onto, and mainly it was you guys being rude to each other. We have to look out for each other. We're the only ones. Yeah, and, you know, and I mean, there there's been a lot of drama that's happened um, within our music community in the last three months, and it's it's getting kind of stupid because when I moved here, that's not at all how it was, and I, again, I know I just said this, things are changing, but that's something that shouldn't change. Our our community should still look out for each other instead mm-hmm. of fight against each other. You're awesome at the old classic country and this person's awesome at rock. So either come together and make something really badass, or you guys just stay in your lanes and keep doing your things where you need to do it. Don't but attack neither one each is other. better than the other. No. It's just different. It's it's all your opinion on what you think about it. I mean I know some of the most amazing country musicians in town as well as some of the most amazing R and B and rock artists in town. Like, and everybody has their own thing that they do. Mm -hmm. So Broadway is its own beast. When I moved here, there were like 15 bars at most. And now there's well over 50. Like it's not going to be the same. And they all have multiple stages and some bars have a DJ on the rooftop or two floors and just a band on one floor. And some bars have bands on all the floors and, and each floor is going to have different music and some each floor might be the exact same thing. It figure out where you want to be, but don't be a dick. <laughs> yep. That, I mean, that's it. That's all. Don't be a dick. We should just call this one rule number two or rule number one. Again. Again. <laughs> oh, man. It's Starting crazy. off uh, season three, very uppity. <laughs> yeah, this is, we are on season three, so thank you guys. Um, man, we ended last year real strong. We really did, and it's because of you guys listening to us <laughs> sit here and bitch and rant. <laughs> right. Literally, that's what today was. Today was a bitching and venting day. Um and that's actually one of the reasons why it took us, Bobby and I, so long today to um, record is because we sat here and bitched and vented each other a lot. <laughs> life is hard, uh, dude. Life like, is hard, man. And most of it's not fun. And that's another thing. Like, life is real hard, and you don't know what people are, are all. What? I got to figure out how to make that go away. That's What's it a, doing? It's some, I thought I turned my notifications off, but. Oh, it's is still, it dinging every time you get yeah, something? And I, I don't, like, no, I don't know what, I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's funny so you know learning new equipment it's always fun click click clickety click clack I know, I'm, I'm over here like, trying to figure things out while I'm recording the podcast Yeah. I hope we don't click something wrong uh, probably <laughs> sound but no to, to finish what you were saying, yeah, you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what kind of issues they have outside of their performance. And so, yeah, you know what? They might be having a bad night. That doesn't mean they suck. They might, you know, have lost a gig. That doesn't mean they suck. Like, just be nice to everybody, dude. Yeah, you don't know what people are going through, man. And, you know... No matter what happens, like you, you don't need to be rude to be addicted to people. I know things can be upsetting and piss you off, but just be nice to the people that are around you and that you're working and interacting with. 
there's no reason for us to be getting each at each other's throats and being mean to each other for no reason. Now, if someone was like extremely hurtful and mean to you and like wished the worst on your family, I then you know I can understand why yeah. you would be mean to them. But just because they're looking for work and you don't like what Nashville is now compared to what it used to be, that's not a reason for you to go and attack this person. Like they didn't deserve that. So just chill. Fucking be nice. <laughs> like seriously. There, there's no room for that shit. You know, I've been going through some shit in the last couple of days and not gonna lie. It's something that, that really made me uh break down between my gigs on Saturday is after my window got broken and everything that I've been through, I reached out to my leasing company here for this house and I was like, hey, what can I do to break my lease? I think I'm going to move home. Um, just because I was in a spot where I was like, you know what? I think I need to do something different with my life. I think this is just everything that's been happening here lately are signs for me to get out of here. And, you know, I'm going to look, see what what I need to do to get that ball rolling. Not necessarily I was going to do it, but just I was looking at options. And um, I played my gig and I had a friend messaged me and was like, Hey, where are you playing? We're out on the town right now. And I was like, Oh, I'm, I happen to be at old red till six o'clock. Come, come by me and see, I'd love to see you guys. And it was actually the dad of the very first artist that I worked with here in town. Um, and that was the Mike short junior was the artist that I worked with. Mike short senior was the one that messaged me and both Mike and his dad and his mom and his brother and his brother's girlfriend, they all came out. And so like that made me feel real good. And they sat there and watched us for an hour, hour and a half, maybe even two hours. And, you know, I was having a real bad day. I was having a real rough day and I was doing everything I could to just get through the gig and just keep a smile on my face. And, but all I was thinking about was all the negative shit that had happened lately. And, you know, I'm getting off stage and, all I can think about is, oh, I'm so glad it's over. Oh, I'm so glad it's over. I'm so glad. just because now I can, I, I, I can like relax. I'm not so tense and just you know, I was all ball of emotion. And Mike's dad comes, you know, his whole family comes over to me and they they hug me. Good to see you. you sounded great. We love you. You know, and, and and I love that kind of stuff. It, it always makes me feel good, of course. But Mike's dad came up to me. At the end, he was the last one to come up to me and give me a hug. And he gave me this big, long hug. And he was like, man, you sound awesome. You look great. Don't ever stop. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't ever stop. Mm-hmm. And that was what I needed to hear at that moment. Because I was ready to stop uh, once again in my life. There's only been a few times in my life where I was ready to be like, all right, I'm done. Like, I need to go do something else. And when someone like that who knows me in my life and what I've been through and how long I've been here and has seen me from day one till now, um, to say that to me, you know, it, 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 it made me rethink everything I was thinking. I was like, okay, I don't need to go home, stay here, figure some shit out. Like you're in this, you just, let's give it one more year. Let's see what one more year does Mm -hmm. and then we'll reevaluate. So, you know, um, he didn't have to say anything to me. He just went, okay, love you. You sounded great. But the few things, and he said a few other things to me, but those words, you know, I, I was, <laughs> I was in a real dark place 
And I didn't expect that to be the person to lift me out of that place. So again, what I'm saying is just be nice to people, man. Like there's no reason to be rude. You don't know what people are going through. Cause had he said anything negative or bad towards me that day, that, that might've been my break. I mean, that, that would have been my breaking point, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> so the, just those few nice words, man. And don't, don't ever stop doing this. Like you're doing great. That that's just what I needed to hear at the time. I didn't know it, but that's what I needed to hear at the time. And so, you know, I was like, okay, cool. And again, still went home and was in my own head and was thinking about that and was tired and had another gig to do that night. And, you know, just a lot going on. A lot going on. And I mean, that's, that's not unusual for this time of year. It's not, there's a lot going on for a lot of people right now. And I mean, this, this life and this job isn't easy on the best of days. It's, it can be torture on the worst. Oh yeah. It looks like so much fun when we're on stage and we're, and we are having the time of our life at that moment, but everything else about this lifestyle is not like that. Right. It's so, so hard on people mentally. Like it's not that much of a physically demanding job. It is at points. Well, if you're playing that freaking bass you handed me earlier, it is. <laughs> Holy Jesus. Yeah, I think it's 13 pounds. Um, but yeah, and no, I mean, like it can be like playing, especially as those of us that play doubles and triples and some of y'all motherfuckers that do quads, you crazy sons of bitches. But, you know, it's, um, it's just, I don't, sorry, I was checking that. I was to make sure I, that was still recording. Um, <laughs> It's just a lot it is. all the time. It, it really is. And and when we're on stage, it is, it, it's a four hour break from reality where we don't focus on anything except what we're doing. We're not thinking about the problems, but literally the second we're off stage, it all comes rushing back and it hits like a ton of bricks. Well, I've had this, this conversation with a few people, especially because now I'm playing a lot bigger bars. So I'm getting more more notoriety, I guess you could say. And like, you just, you're just around more people. Mm -hmm. Um, when you're there and you're on stage and you're surrounded by all those people, you feel like you are on top of the world and that everything is amazing. And as soon as you leave that building and you're alone, especially people, not just me, I have several friends that live by themselves and do this job and you go home and it's quiet. What is some of you might have a dog. I got cats. Yeah, but it's it's different. You go from being on the top of the world where everybody's loving you and cheering for you and clapping for you and they want to be you at times and then you come home and you're by yourself and you're like oh, I'm just a normal person and this sucks and like it's you go from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows in like minutes and multiple times a week. Yeah. And, and it it, it if, gets hard to start to distinguish the reasons for those emotions. Because, like, we obviously understand logically that when we're on stage, we're on stage. And that's, that's a whole environment. And then when we're off stage, that environment doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing that all the time and you're dealing with those emotions all the time, it it's not a logical thing. 
you, you feel the high from being on stage, then you get off stage and immediately think you don't deserve that anymore yeah. and it starts to eat at you like i get up there on stage and i don't belong there because when i get off stage i don't have that anymore yeah or, or you're on stage and everybody's cheering your name or clapping for you or like after you get a song and they cheer really loud and you're like oh everybody fucking loves me and then you come home and you're like i'm all alone nobody loves me and like you know it's it's just whether it's true or not it's those are the emotions that we battle every day and there's days like I come over after gigs and I feel great. Like I don't think twice about it. You know, like I'm just, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm good. But there's a lot of days I come home and I'm sitting here and late at night I'm by myself and I'm like, fuck, I went from just having 300 people cheering for me after I just sang a song to being alone. Mm-hmm. I, I just want somebody to hold me, <laughs> you know, it's or somebody to, like, like how many times have you picked up your phone at two, three in the morning and just scroll through your contacts? Like I can't fucking call anybody. Yeah. Like I don't have anybody to talk to right yeah. now. And like, I know, the, yeah, I know there's a lot of y'all that stay up that stay up late, but like directly after gigs, I don't want to have a conversation, but there's sometimes like four o'clock in the morning. I'm still up. I'm home been home for an hour or two. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, I just want someone to talk to. Like who can I just call? And I have a few friends, like, don't worry, yes, you know who you are. I have a few friends that I that are up that late like I am that are night owls till 7, 8 in the morning that I can text and call. And I know you're there, and I appreciate you. But it's just, it's, you know, when you're living alone and you come home to an empty house and things like that, it's sometimes it's rough. And not even if you're living alone. Like, there's still that no, massive, you, vast even, difference. And... Like it is, it's, it's hard to, to transition from being, even, even when I was married and I would come home and my wife, my ex-wife would be asleep by the time I get home and I'd come home and sit in the living room or sit down in the basement and watch TV and just be like, fuck, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. You're just like, damn. Like I just went from being on the top of the world to not. <laughs> or, or you get home and they're like, Hey, we need to go grocery shopping for this. We got to take care of this. The kids need this. And it's like. Fuck, dude, could you let me be in my fantasy world for uh, like 10 more minutes before you remind me that I'm dude. a real fucking human that has real fucking responsibilities and I can't be a rock star? Man, that... <laughs> so back in the day when I used to tour, I would literally only be home for two days at most. And if I was home for three days, that was like a miracle. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time... I was touring with an artist and I just started working with him and I was going through selling one house and moving into another. And I told my ex-wife when she found this house and told me she wanted to move and all this, I was like, all right, here's the deal. You know how busy and crazy my life is. So if you can make everything work for the house, we'll move. But you, you, you got to make it work. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be on the road. I don't, I can't fucking help you. Yeah. So you just tell me what days we're moving, and those are the days that I will make sure that I'm home. And th- that's pretty much what we planned. And then there was one tour where I was literally home for a day. I came home, got home at like 9 o'clock that night, and immediately like passed out. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I had that whole day, and then I left at 9 o'clock that following morning. Literally home for 36 hours, like. Not not much time, mm-hmm. and 
that second day, all I wanted to do was just do, I had, you know, I had to do laundry. I had to go over a couple of tunes, you know, I had a new tour schedule coming up, different songs we were doing. So I had things I'd take care of. And my ex-wife springs on me that she's like, Oh, we've got to replace the, uh, the garage door opener for the old house so that they, cause that's what they're requesting for us to do. And I was like, I don't have time to do that. Well, it has to be done before, uh, before Friday. And this is like Tuesday and I'm leaving, you know, Wednesday morning. At that point in a few hours. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, well let's fine. Fuck it. Let's go buy one. And we went and we bought one and it was supposed to just be a quick, easy swap out. And by all fucking means, it was not a quick, easy swap out. And it turns out that I didn't even need to replace the damn thing. It was just one cable wasn't connect or one. Yeah, one cable like wasn't connected correctly or some shit. Like one wire, one little fucking wire. It was just, it was stupid. Like I had no time. And man, I I flipped the fuck out that day. I was just like, God damn it! You know, I was like, I don't have any fucking time to myself whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and that's I I think that hits musicians harder than most people because it is like we live in two different worlds. And if we don't get a second to readjust before we swap into the different world, we don't know how to handle it. Yeah. It's, we have to change who we are and, and we so don't, fast. We don't always have the same days off where, you know, most people have a nine to five or have a regular job. They know, okay, I'm going to have every Saturday and Sunday off, or I'm going to have every Tuesday and Wednesday off. I'm going to have every Monday and Thursday. You usually have set days. You have a schedule that you can see for the month where for us, it's not always that way where we have some things that are normal every other day. It's, Oh, we're playing in the morning instead of night. Oh, we're playing at night instead of the morning. Oh, we're playing a midday shift. Oh, we have today off. Oh, we're working this day now. Oh, we have a double this day. And nothing set in stone. Like I have tomorrow off. Probably. Maybe (laughs) I could get a call in five minutes and have, a double tomorrow who mm-hmm. fucking knows i have to be able to be flexible and adjust like that and being able to do that takes a lot of energy and so when things don't have to be immediately adjusted and you make me immediately adjust them i freak out yeah because we we have a timeline and things in our head that we're going to do and we're like okay we have X amount of time to do this and this and this and this and this. And we want to spend time with this person and do these things. And when you throw something like that, then all of a sudden we're like, ah, overload, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even if in the end it makes it easier. It's just the fact that you're changing something that I was using as a rock. I was using that thing as a focal point to keep everything else from falling apart. And you moved it. Change is inevitable. <laughs> it is. And it's hard. I get that, but it's hard and we got to do it and we got to learn to adapt and it sucks, but don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And don't you're wrong. Like it's taken me years to figure that out. I have not been this way my whole life. I was usually the dickhead. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Same. I mean, <laughs> I mean, even in my marriage, like there, I feel sorry for my ex-wife. I'm a, I publicly said it. I feel sorry for my ex-wife. I do. There are several times in that relationship where I was um, a dick and I did oh, not absolutely. need to be. Did not need to be. And it, but it is like you said, it was for those same things. Mm-hmm. We, we have a timeline. We have something we're holding onto as a rock, and then you throw this a wrench in there, and it flips everything around. And yep. 
you know, she got the brunt end of it, and I'm I apologize. It, you know, it. I'm I don't know if I apologized back then. I'm sure I did, but I'm apologizing now. <laughs> well, and you know? and again, going back on that same thing, like somebody else changing something that they see is inconsequential can affect plans that like we have in place that we need that nobody else would even fucking know about. Well, yeah. So it, like you said, this poor girl was booked at Hank's mm-hmm. through like March. And all of a sudden they just took all those gigs away from her. And that was like four gigs a week she had. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't really looking for other gigs. Cause she had set stuff and she doesn't need to be singing doubles and this and that. So she had a pretty set schedule and now that was completely taken away from her. And she's like, I don't, I mean, literally she hit me up. She's like, I don't know what I'm going to do for food. And I was like, if you ever get to that point, I'll help you out. Like, I'm not. And that's the thing. Like, but, and then, and that you motherfuckers want to jump down her throat and she literally doesn't know how she's going to eat next week. Like four years. You're looking at anywhere between 800 and a thousand dollars a week that just disappeared. Well, just just the base pay for four days a week for her was like $600 a week. That's just base pay. Yeah. You know, and then what she would do on tips on top of that, she was doing well where she wasn't having to do other, she did pick up a few other gigs here and there, but like that was her gig. That was what she did. She didn't play other gigs. But before you start freaking out and being mean to somebody like that, how would losing a thousand bucks a week hit you? Yeah. How would losing your livelihood Literally, when you went to bed, you played that gig the night before, you went to bed thinking you have the next three months booked, and you wake up, and that is all taken from you. Mm -hmm. You wake up to a text message. You no longer have those gigs. And you go put up a post looking for gigs, and then people jump down your throat. What the fuck? That's not our community. No. We don't do that. We're way better than that. And again, I know it's not everybody. It really is just a handful of rotten apples that people that think they're better than other people. And I'd like to compare them to certain people, but I I cannot say those things on this podcast. And you know what? Maybe maybe some of them just said the wrong thing at the wrong time. Like, I'll even give them the benefit of the doubt. No, because there were several people that commented and were like, that was uncalled for. You're being mean. And they just kept going at it. Like, they weren't like, oh hey, you know what? I said the wrong thing. And don't get me wrong. I say the wrong shit all the time. Oh, I'm professional. And I'll be the first person to be like, I'm wrong. Okay, my bad. Like, you're right. I was wrong. Hey, I'm the asshole. I was wrong. I didn't mean it. I said That's on me. <laughs> I was misinformed. I read it the wrong way. I heard it the wrong way. I was told whatever. But to continue to do to be a dick and talk trash and talk down on somebody when there's other people that's showing you and telling you that, hey, you're being mean, you're being wrong. Like, you're, you're, you are, you're, you're being mean intentionally and it's not cool. Anyways. Don't be mean. We don't need to, we don't need to beat a dead horse. Maybe um, we do. Maybe we do. I don't know. We've been preaching rule number one for, I mean, over a year now. We average 150 listens an episode. And that, again, that's average. We have a lot of episodes. We average 158 listens an episode. So I know that at least 100 of you motherfuckers are hearing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I hope it's not one of y'all. Right. This. But. Yeah. And it's never too late to change. It's not. You know, and if you were mean to somebody, it's never too late to turn around and be like, hey, I was wrong for this. I'm sorry. And while they may they may not like you still, but at least you apologized. You put your foot out there, and I, I guarantee you that whatever, however angry they were at you, they're, they're no longer angry at that point. They're like, okay, well, they apologized. I may not still like this person, but, you know, they apologized. Okay, I get it. We can be civil and move on. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of having all this animosity towards each other. At the end of the day, we're all just trying to survive. At the end of the day, man... Like all I'm trying to do is play music with my friends and make some money. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not having a good time on stage or with you on that stage, like I don't need to be there. Uh, I've and said it a million times. If you don't absolutely love this and this isn't what you 100% want to do, it's not worth it. Nope. Nope. You can, you can find much more fulfilling things if this isn't your thing. This, this is true. It's it's there's way too much bullshit. It's way too difficult. It's way too annoying. If you don't absolutely fucking love it, and the turnover rate for musicians in this town is generally two years. If you're m- most people that are not going to cut it in this town, generally will be gone within two years, mm-hmm. and then after that, it's just kind of you either you either made that mindset of I'm going to stay here or Eh, I'll give it to the 10 year mark and I'm out. You know, that's kind of where it goes. But generally within two years, most of those people that don't need to be here, get <laughs> they filter themselves out. Yep. Some of them seem to stay. Some of them leave and come back and leave and come back. <laughs> I don't understand those guys. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm nope. I'm not gonna say anything. We've already been negative enough. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This has been somewhat of a downer of a podcast, but you know, we just uh, well, this time of year, people can't be like this. They they can't be mean. No, it's and, too much. And it's it's been pretty. Uh, there's been some fucked up shit that in the last three months, and I just don't like seeing this community go against each other. Like we need to work together we really do like we need to work together we all we all do the same thing but serve a different purpose if that makes any sense to you guys like we're all doing the same thing but every stage we're on we're doing it for a different reason for different people playing different music like it's gonna be and that's why i love this job it is different every day Mm -hmm. it's not the same thing at least for me it's not i mean it's because i'm a front man slash side man i don't know but it's not the yeah i'm playing music every single day it's not the same set list it's not the same songs sometimes it is i mean sometimes i do play the same songs sometimes i'll play morgan wallen's whiskey glasses 37 times in a day you know if that's what you guys want to keep paying for i'll take 20 dollars and play it every time absolutely but you know so yeah let's let's consider this our hard reset for the entire community and from this point forward we're going to be better we are. We are. We're going to try to keep it from here on out light, tight, and bright and be happy and not negative. I'm, once again, sorry that this one was a little of a beat it in your face kind of thing. 
I was hoping to come back from the new year and be all like, hee, 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 happy joy. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, that has not been the case. But uh, what I am really happy about is all of you guys that continue to listen to us and reach out to us and talk to us. And I played a gig on uh, Monday, a, a drummer I had never met before. He's like, hey, man, I listen to your podcast all the time. And I'm like, thanks. Uh, his name is Bobby, by the way. Oh, um, no. Nope. Can't have that shit. <laughs> There's so, not enough room for two of us. <laughs> I mean, we've already had another Kyle on the show. We haven't had another Bobby, so. You're going to break me, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it. it we're Dude, super. What if they got together and started a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. Um, <laughs> that'd be so funny. But no, uh, we're we're super grateful for you guys, man, listening to us again. Just bitch and rant and talk about nonsense and just it. It's just, welcome to our lives, man. We we appreciate you guys, and I'm grateful. We got some plans for this year. Uh, some thing it, things as far as the podcast, things are looking like they're gonna be going a good direction for us as soon as we figure so. out this camera ordeal yeah i mean hey it's in here it's set up i found the one piece we that i was really looking progress. for like so now i just got to get that case for it and we should be hopefully i'll have that next also, week. also if you know what that case is called message us because i can't find it i thought it was the video mod or something like that yeah but that was the one yeah. that i showed you that just had the camera attachment yeah and I, it didn't have the oh the microphone the attachment no it, sh- it should have a plug Yep, but it didn't. I don't know. We're trying. Know we're either. trying to. We're trying to live stream our podcast through a GoPro. So if you eventually, if you know how to live stream a podcast or live us. live stream through a, a GoPro, please let us know. Reach out to us. Send me links. Um, Bobby, where can they find you? I am at Story of Bob or Story of Bob Music everywhere. Come say hi. And I'm Kyle Thurkey or Thurkey Bass everywhere. Again, if you're looking for me, I'm not that hard to find. If you find those links to how to run this as a, a live stream, send them my way. Let me know what you got. Um, I'm still trying to figure all this out. I am trying to figure out my life still. 36 years old and still don't have anything figured out. <laughs> yep. Dude, my birthday's coming up. I know. I got I'm plans. I'm fucking old. I got plans for you. I'll be 37. I know. 37. Oh no! Like, just, say it one more time. Just, just thirty-seven. Hey, hey, Bob, did you know you're gonna be thirty-seven? That's super fucking close to forty. <laughs> yeah, bro, I know. I I'm know. scared. <laughs> um, so my mom got me uh, Dave Grohl's book. It's a great book, and I just started reading it. And one thing that I like, I always knew that I resonated with this guy a lot, but something that I've tried to explain to people and nobody else my age has really understood it except for a few people, a few musicians. Um, but I always talk about how like I'm getting older and I'm getting older and I'm getting older, but no matter how old I get, my mind continues to believe and tell myself that I'm in my early Mm twenties and that I'm still young no matter what. And that I'm not old and that I I'm still this age, even though I can continue to grow up and get older and I'm everybody's growing up and getting older and 
and doing things with their lives. And I, I still look at myself like I'm this 23 year old rocker. Yeah. So excited for life. And, um, I know it doesn't sound like that in the last hour, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, every time I get on stage and I, I get into this mode where it doesn't matter how I'm feeling, how old I am. I go into this like 23 year old rocker. I can do anything. I can jump off anything. I can bend certain ways. Uh, I can sing at the top of my lungs. Like I'm just full of energy. And then I get off stage and it's like, ah, I'm hit that I am that old. But in my mind, I'm still 23. And he talks about that at the beginning of his book. And I, the way he articulates it, I've never been able to put it into words myself. I can't think of exactly how he says it now, but I just, I resonated with that so much. I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God. I was like, finally someone said it. Yeah. Finally someone understands it. So like when I say this, I don't feel so crazy. Mm hmm. Because most of the people I talked to, so I went back, you know, going back home and stuff, and I talked to my brother and sister-in-law and mom and dad and everybody, you know, they feel their age and they feel old and they feel, they, they can feel it every day. No, no, there's days that I wake up and I'm like, oh, my body hurts. Or I get off stage after playing four to eight hours and I'm like, oh, my body hurts. But I still mentally feel so young. Yes. Where everybody else my age does not. You know, and it's, I don't, I don't know how to explain it or, 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 or I don't explain it to other people and I don't know how to get them to understand it. But if you want to understand how I feel, go read Dave Troll's book. Oh, such a good book. I highly recommend it. So I'm going to be uh, reading some more of it tonight. I'm pretty excited. Thanks mom for all the uh, wonderful Christmas presents that you've given me and uh, have helped out this podcast. Thank all you guys that listen and continue to make the numbers go up. Um, where's my phone? Because I'm going to talk about it real quick. Where are we at? Tyson Leslie, man. Just. Holy geez is all I can say. He's the only episode that we have that's over 250 plays. He is at 258 plays at our number one episode right now. And that's for it only being what four weeks old a month old yes like that's incredible absolutely incredible so just want to give a shout out to uh tyson and to keep the theme going um will beeman we love you (laughs) yes you know just to keep the theme you will i feel like now we have to mention tyson and will on almost every episode so (laughs) They're they're genuinely amazing human beings. I love them. I do too. All right. Well, we're gonna stop being so uh, Debbie Downers today. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get off and the podcast and give each other a big long hug. Yep. And I'm gonna make Bobby eat some of the food that I oh, I'm about to. I'm starving. So until next next time, guys. AMF. Bicycle. We love y'all. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We have a great time putting it on for you, so we really appreciate all of the listens. If you have any questions or want to reach out to us, we are on Facebook and Instagram. So if you just search Nashville for Nobody's Podcast, we will pop up and you can interact with us that way. We also have some more options coming up in the future for interaction, so that'll be a whole lot of fun. So as always, it's never too late to tip your bartender, and please don't forget to tip your band.